everyone, welcome to episode 190 of the Startcast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, you and joined today by my fellow gamers, Brody. Hello. And James. Yeah, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Off to a great start already, James. Yeah. Hey, uh, so guys, I'm go. properly addicted to Control. <laughs> control is so good. It is. I don't feel I like I, I feel like we discussed this like two weeks ago, but yeah, you were bang on. It is a it is a quality game. I reckon it's like rapidly ascending the ranks. That is one of my favorite games of the year, actually. It is um, a third person over the shoulder. Uh, it is action a game. very UNS game. It's very true. How are you um, finding the horror elements? Are they uh, are they too spoopy for you? I must admit, when I first like booted up the game, I was very tripped out. I've never watched. I've never watched Twin Peaks, but I imagine this is what Twin Peaks is like, based on the people that watch Twin Peaks. Um, um, it's, it's the if, if it is, it's the very loosest of adaptations. But um, well, it's yeah. um, oh no, nah, not necessarily. Uh, if you've watched season three, a, but well, I haven't. <laughs> no, well, that's not a, well, it's not a spoiler, but like it's no, it's like I wouldn't say it's like Twin Peaks. I just think the way it 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 gives its mystery is like it, Twin Peaks yeah. but Twin Peaks is so like unique in but so like I don't know I don't think like I see the links but I don't it's, you know it's very surreal and you kind of I'm more of, inclined to say yeah it's like David Lynch yeah. like his other movies that aren't Twin Peaks more so than Twin Peaks itself yeah I think um, what is the one Hinge film I've seen Lynch Lynch sorry not Darren, Darren Hinch <laughs> I, get, I honestly get the two of them confused <laughs> why, why uh, wouldn't you <laughs> They've just got very similar <laughs> names. Um, wait, what's the director? Lynch? David? David, David Lynch. David Lynch. Okay, so, like, cool. Mulholland Drive, um, Blue Velvet. What's the highway uh, one? Lo- is it Lost Highway? Lost Highway. Lost Highway, yeah. yeah. I've seen that film. That was, That's a very trippy film. Um, yeah. Yeah, this is kind of very, yeah, surreal. You kind of have to suspend disbelief. You kind of have to go along for the ride in a lot of ways and not kind of question things too much in kind of like trusting that the answers are going to present themselves further down the line. Um, and I've not got to the point yet where the mystery has totally unraveled, but I think I'm sussing it out. Um, but uh, I just, you guys have played the game, right? I, I, I want to talk it. about it in really loose terms. I'm still but... very early in it. Okay. All right. So James, you know, the bit when you put the headphones on, does that, am I talking about that loosely enough that it still makes sense to you? Ashtray maze. Yes. Okay. I'll yeah. just say Astro Maze then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So good. That, Amazing. that is awesome. What, what an interesting conversation um, this is for people who haven't played it. Have, have yeah. You? I'm, I, well, I'm just I'm just trying to say if you've yeah. if you're, you're letting this one slip on your radar, uh, don't. I think it's really worth playing. Have you, based on what I've played so far, I've not. That was it, when the game went a little bit Max Payne for me, which I liked. I yeah. enjoyed quite a bit. Being, it's just like a really cool set piece. Being, um, being that you've always the been, rest of the game's good too. So being, just that one scene. Being that you've always been a PlayStation guy, have you uh-huh. not played any other Remedy games? No, I played. I played and reviewed Quantum. Did I review Quantum Break? I feel like I reviewed Quantum Break. I certainly no, I didn't. I you might have done. <laughs> oh no, no, no. I, no. Pre- I think I oh, no. previewed Quantum Break. I think I played it. Prior to neither of us reviewed it. <laughs> someone who else re- did. Who reviewed Quantum Break? Um, I don't know, but I just remembered it was someone else. I think I was playing it and streaming it prior to launch, and I'm just confused with that. But um, yeah, I played Quantum Break. I've not played Alan Wake, so I would can't you, speak to that. Would you say, James, that Alan Wake is probably more like Control than any of their other stuff? Uh. 
no. Oh, I see a lot of quantum like, break in control. In terms of it's like sort of the way its plot unravels and stuff like that. Yeah, I like like I said in my review, I think that it kind of brings together the best bits of everything they've done so far. Um in terms of like you've got the the really really engaging weird storytelling of Alan Wake with the really really strong combat of Quantum Break kind of both improved and then put together and that's what Control is for me. Um I wouldn't say one is more like the other. Right. Yeah, you know. Sure. I think it's probably I don't know like it's it's, it's well, I don't I don't like say, like I feel bad saying this but like playing Control kind of made me realize that Quantum Break isn't Remedy's best game. Um hmm. it kind of just made me realize yeah, the combat could have been better. Um the story was good, I guess, but mm, I don't know. I would say yeah, like in terms of the storytelling and the way everything is told and the characters um, definitely Alan Wake and Control are more closely related in terms of design. Yeah. Um, yeah, and on that... But even, I like, think the from es- the beginning... Like, from the beginning in Alan Wake, you know when you go to the bathroom in the diner and there's that old lady and she's, like, super mysterious and cryptic and she's stuff? She's like the log lady. Yeah, yeah, very much the log lady. And they've, they've kind of got that character here with the janitor who mm. speaks English but then randomly starts speaking Finnish as well like they've there's a lot of like kind of i guess constants throughout all the games so maybe they're going the bioshock infinite route <laughs> but yeah. but we'll see <laughs> with the dlc perhaps. <laughs> um yeah like I, I didn't want to talk about it too much more than we already have but um i think the like the aesthetic of the game is really strong the art direction is incredible um and the sound design i think is f- amazing too like i i got to go back to my sort of initial impressions of the game um i was very sort of creeped out and unsettled like even the sort of automatic door opening mechanic like every door you get near open automatically opens for you but the first time that happened i was like oh shit this place is haunted not a fan (laughs) um and then there's like all these kind of like uh voices talking to each other and muttering and stuff like throughout every part of the game that I've played so far. Um, and at first, that's really creepy. Um, and I was, like, finding, like, whatever I could do to stop those noises. But you kind of quickly acclimatize to it and really get lost in this world. Um, yeah, so if you're letting this one slip by, I really recommend uh, not doing that and jumping in and playing it. What about... When have you, you know, hey, you're both probably familiar with the parts where you have to pull the light switch, yes, three times, yeah, <laughs> yes, so cool. What about have you had the part where you have to pull it and then when you pull it, something happens differently, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. that like yeah. get the shit out of me, yeah. like, <laughs> like and, and, I just stopped playing for like 10 minutes, and it's weird because because the way that the, the world is constructed, um, I've kind of encountered things that. I thought might have been bugs or glitches or something like that. But then I was like, no, okay. I think that was like a deliberate design choice that that happened. Like you kind of get like overlapping textures and kind of things like overlaying over each other, um, which just kind of feels like it's breaking the game. Um, And yet it's very much like how they've constructed it. And I think it's interesting that they mentioned escapism at some point. So I'm like, okay, they're very much playing with the video games as a medium kind of motif here. Um, 
so I could I could probably once I finish it I could probably unpack it with three thousand words like I did for Firewatch, but I'll do my best to restrain myself. But guys, what I will not be able to restrain myself on is this debate regarding X versus Cross that PlayStation have started. It's out of control, uh, Brody. Where do you come down on this? Is it X or Cross, the most southerly button on the PlayStation controller? What do you refer to it as? I've always called it X personally, James. I mean, I've always said X, but I've known in my head it was cross. Yeah, but I, I, I also I say GIF. So who am I to talk? What? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I don't know. It's just it's a it's a it's a reflex. I know I'm wrong. It's funny that you say that though, because I feel like it is a similar situation. Because I've heard it. I've heard it said, James. You're right. That PlayStation officially recognize it as the cross button. Like I don't know if it's in a pattern or whatever, or just like in style guides or previous marketing, or whatever. But they have referred to it as cross before, but. It's kind of one of those things I feel like is universally known as the X button in the same way that GIFs are thought of as GIFs, you know? Uh, or GIFs, I should say, are thought of as GIFs. I have a dumb Bigger... story that's related okay, to on. this, kind of. <laughs> I <laughs> I imported a PS3 from um, Asia when it first came out because it was like $300 cheaper that way. Okay. And um, because of that, the software was always... Um, you pressed circle to go through things and X to go back. Ooh. Yeah. So that was like a lifelong habit I developed for the whole PS3 gen. Well, I mean, that's um, why Nintendo so, like have A on the right yeah. and Xbox have kind of played around with it. I don't know if it's like a like an East versus West kind of difference. But. Yeah. Um, so it's in my head. Circle was always yes and X was no. Um, so... <laughs> But that's just me. Yeah. Um, it is weird that, like, X, that something when you might usually associate with, like, stop or something, is the kind of select button in many ways. Um, but not in Asia, but apparently. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm glad we have but, a consensus on that. It's all the X button. We can agree. I think we you were expecting us this. to talk about that I, w- more, I was but... wondering <laughs> if we were going to have a debate, but that's, that's no. fine. I'm glad no. we're all on the same... I suppose a tech... I've got the PlayStation controller. I've got my nice new purple PlayStation controller with me now at the moment, actually. Ooh. Um... And uh, I suppose, like, it would be a cross, because X's have, like, a different sort of shape. Anyhow, it's an X. Forget it. Brody, what did you want to talk about this week? Um, I was just sort of going to, because it sort of passed me by, I was going to sort of touch on a little bit of the uh, Nintendo Direct and some of the cool stuff that came out of that. James has obviously done a very nice roundup on the uh, on the site. That's pressstart.com.au. You can uh, check that out. Um, it was a nice time for a Nintendo Direct this year. I feel I feel like it was like time round. I feel like it was the day. It was like because the embargo went up for a heap of stuff the night before, and I thought it was all just going to get lost because of the direct. But everything did really well, all things considered, and the direct had a lot of cool stuff. So everybody wins. Yeah, I just um, mean like it was nice to on the commute into work just be able to watch the the direct on the train. Oh, like thank God! Thank God you said that on the train. Sort of time was good. While I was driving to work, I was just uh, yeah, um, oh. <laughs> yeah. So uh, some of the cool stuff that I uh, took out of it was uh, I'm pretty keen to see uh, Return of the Obra Dinn coming to uh, the Switch. That's a, uh-huh. that's a game that I've wanted to play on PC for a long time, but uh, I've just not got around to it. So uh, I think I'll wait now for the uh, Switch iteration. This is something that the Switch is doing really well. The, the Vita also did quite well, too, is it just, like, had all of these kind of quirky indie games that only really existed on PC kind yeah. of, like shift over to it. And For sure. I was like, oh, yeah, finally I can play this game that always looked really interesting. Yeah. Um, even though it's a bit of a mess, allegedly, uh, the port of Deadly Premonition is pretty cool. 
Um, and, oh, yeah. and the fact that there's a sequel on the way, you know, that's if if you want a game that's like Twin Peaks, then play that. Um, what else did I like? Oh, of course, Super Nintendo games coming to the Switch. Uh, mm-hmm. What I was going to do is, obviously, we've got the list of 20 games that are coming. What are some games yeah. that you guys would like to see eventually come? Like, what are your what are your go-tos for the Super Nintendo era? My, I mean, it's in the era before my time, so I'd be more interested to see what James has to say. No, you wouldn't. You really, wow. you really, you, you, <laughs> you missed out on the SNES completely. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, my first console was the PS One. I just like didn't really. That's wild. You're such a little boy. I am such a little boy. Such a little innocent. Oh, I don't know where I'm going with this, James. Take it away. <laughs> Let the adults talk. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, hmm. I guess the Donkey Kongs would yeah, that, be really good. That was pretty much going to be what um, I was going to say. <laughs> uh, yeah, what, some, like, what, what, um, what about some niche ones that you know that won't come, but you just uh, wish would? No, I can't think of any. Uh, oh, I'll say I'm really glad to see Super Metroid there. That was a game that, like, yeah, no one. Well, they have to no one likes that game. Something Metroid. It. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> So rude. No, I was uh, I was um, being facetious in the sense that, like, of course they would put it on there because everyone does like it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I just it's. I'm glad to see that because it's another way to play that game. I think the only other place I had it on was uh, on my 3ds. Um, but that was one I wanted to go back and and probably play at some point. So this might be a good excuse to do that. I'm digging probably, out my Switch um, much more than my DS nowadays. The best Aladdin, the best version of Aladdin, since we're not getting it <laughs> this year. Um, yes, yes. Back on this that bullshit. would be good to see on um, Switch because obviously the shitty one. For those of you at home, we spent the... like a good half hour after last week's episode talking about bloody Aladdin and which version of the game was the superior version. It wasn't a discussion. We were telling you which is the best version. <laughs> we were educating. We were, we were linking you to, to GIFs <laughs> and we were like, enlightening. <laughs> like, and showing you a properly animated education. boss fight. That's all we were doing. We were trying to educate you. Um, I mean, I'd like to, I'd I mean, like to see, you know, Plock. How good's Plock? Uh, you know, maybe Clay Fighters. Um, man, oh, Clay Fighter is is shit. Like, yeah, I know, but it's it's, it's nostalgia, Trust isn't me. it? It's nostalgia. Uh, I'd, I'd like to see the. Uh, it doesn't even the Power Rangers. Plock, beat I can the Power Rangers beat them. Plock. Oh yeah, they were good. They were good. Or or and even could, like the uh, um, the fighting game, like the hi- like Hyper Fighting or whatever it was called. No, that was Street Fighter. There was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one of that as well. Was there? Do you remember? Yeah, a fighting game. like a Street Fighter ripoff, but with like, yeah, you can play as like Shredder and like the Turtles. That sounds pretty dope. And I, I don't think you can play as April, but I don't know now. Now that I've said that, well, it was probably. But then what was she It was doing? the nineties. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't really know. Okay, I can't think of anything else. Like they've, they've got the the best, the like the major ones there. Yeah. Um, I think the most disappointing news to come out of that, though, was um, that it's not going to be monthly anymore. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. I wonder um, what that actually means, though. Like, are they just not? Yeah, I do. Are they not limiting them? Like, not forcing themselves to put one out a month, or you know, are they going to literally like reel back on it real hard and sort of do quarterly releases or even more? Uh, I mean, I don't care if it just means more at, at a later date, mm. but if it means, like, not more, just less often, that's kind of shit. Yeah. Um, but it's totally what I would expect Nintendo to do, so... Yeah. I um, mean, they it's a, they uh, they give you the good, and then they give you the bad. Yeah, it's, like, never, like, yeah, like, yes, amazing all the time. There's always, like, some weird little... 
caveat. But um, what do we think? Of- yeah, like all the Disney games, like Goof Troop and Aladdin would be really good. Yeah, um, that was the peak of Disney games, really. Yeah, they were the best ones. What do we? Uh, what do we think about the? Uh, I only just got linked to it, and I only just saw it for the first time now. But this new uh, Nintendo Switch experience that looks very much like a, I guess a, the next step oh, in Wii Fit. The, the, yeah, the accessory. Yeah, hula the, hoop thing. The the yeah, whatever you want to call it. It looks like <laughs> the thing that I th- that I imagine you bought on Gumtree. <laughs> some some um, yeah, I, I don't looks, even want to go um, there no yeah it does look like a like a something that a consenting couple would use um, <laughs> but it looks like um, I don't it looks know. like Batman's utility belt yeah if, it's made out of plastic. if he's got like a, a like, really little waist yeah resistance yeah, band cool. stuff yeah I mean I reckon um, it looks like a bit of tech that would actually have quite a lot of uh like functions like a, no, you, it looks like a rubber band it looks like a- no nah, but you see people sort of pulling on it in the trailer so like that it could be like an archery game you see people doing all sorts of shit exactly it could be used as a, it could be used as a steering wheel it could be used for yoga so versatile I, feel like, I feel like it's going to have a lot of applications like more than you would think i think it's going to surprise you I don't, like if you've not seen the that trailer it's for this it's for <laughs> a weird kind of plastic shaped uh, sorry, pl- plastic circular switch accessory. They- they've not revealed the full extent of what it does yet. Because they're trying to hype you up. Kind of, yeah, they're trying to hype us up. But it looks to be some sort of fitness accessory. There's also like a strap that connects around your thigh, I think. I don't think it goes anywhere else. Um, but the Joy-Cons kind of slot into <laughs> it. And it's kind of got some sort of resistance kind of training element to it. Like the video's got people like with the thing between their legs and their pumping their legs together in and out and I like the part in the trailer where some guy's arms. actually like trying to curl it like it's a like it's a dumbbell and he's like <laughs> yeah. he's like struggling with it even though it probably my favourite like part in the trailer is when the grams. guy is like lying his back pointing the thing up in the air and he's just kicking his legs up and down it's very good it's very good it's, uh, watch, go on YouTube and watch this trailer can't, can't if, you just uh, see you yourself see paying upwards of $130 to do that in your lounge room God no! I don't know like what this thing is. I think um I think Shannon was right in that it made sense not to include it in the uh, the direct, but to post it the day afterwards because mm. it speaks to a totally different audience. Like this speaks to your sort of your Wii Fit, your Wii Sports audience, kind of guess you know more kind of casual gamers that might want some sort of fit- fitness element from their games, but. I this mean, just uh, looks real dumb. After what they did with that cardboard box shit, though, I'm uh. I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt that it could be like. Oh, I'm always willing to give Nintendo worthwhile the worthwhile to, to somebody. But it doesn't mean it'll hit a market. You don't still look stupid whilst you're using their stuff. Have you ever played I, VR, man? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? Fair, fair cop. You I was just wear say, a lump of plastic on your face. Yeah, and swinging your arms about playing Beat Saber, you look like an absolute knob. And but the second a, that they give me time. like gloves with sensors in them so that I don't have to use a controller anymore but I can grab things with yeah. my actual hands. You know I'm going to be all about that. I'm so quitting my job. I am being unnecessarily harsh. Um, Apologize. Apologize to Nintendo. I'm. You know what, Nintendo? I'm sorry. <laughs> I am sorry from the bottom of my heart. Um, what about anything else from this uh, this director? Did anything else stand out to you? Like Pokemon? Did um, that grab you... No. Eh, in any way, I'm, I'm sort no. of uh, nah. I'm sort of I'm cold on on Pokemon at the moment. I'm sort of po- I was surprised I'm to down. see that. Yeah, I, I agree. I think this is th- this latest video is like you know what? I actually can't 
care about Pokemon anymore. Yeah. I used to watch the the show a lot when I was a kid, and I had a couple of those early Pokemon games, but there's just like... You just don't do enough different in any of these games, and what you do do just doesn't interest me in any ca- in any. I'm sorry, I just can't. I'm so I'm sorry, Pokemon, but I just can't get behind your games. Yeah, I can't pretend. The cooking and the the makeup was just not enough to like. Ah, uh, I don't know. Give me give me a a third person over the shoulder action adventure <laughs> game with some real time combat, and I'm there. But mm-hmm. James, the are you excited about the best Devil May Cry game coming to Switch? Yeah, definitely. Especially <laughs> charging thirty to forty dollars for it. Amazing. I like. Um, I like how you uh, put the PS2 trailer in the the article <laughs> because I couldn't find <laughs> the Switch trailer, <laughs> so I had to put something there. And I was like, "Fuck it, I'll just do that." I'm sure it looks. I'm, I'm sure it looks. I'm, I'm sure it looks just as good. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's just like this. Is, don't you guys find this like this is such a boring topic to talk about? But I'm going to do it anyway. Don't you find it bizarre? Like they put them all together on every other platform, but on Switch they decide to do them all separately. Yeah, it's so they can gouge you in the hip pocket. But like, what if the sales of number two affect whether number three, which is the best one, gets released? Uh, I'm sure they know <laughs> three is the best one. I'm sure, and I'm sure they know no one's going to buy this one. So, but they called it the legendary Devil May Cry two, and I guess it's legendary. Did, for reasons did it do like. did it do well anywhere <laughs> no the legendarily bad yeah I'd forgotten what PS2 games used to look like man <laughs> I'm just watching nah, this that trailer, trailer now. Was, that trailer's probably like not good quality either to be fair oh okay um I mean, it's it's, a, it's literally the OG PS2. Shout game. out to check it out. PlayScope yeah, Timeline, th- who's uh, video yeah. that is for preserving um, <laughs> video game art, doing doing <laughs> but, God's um, work. Yeah, that's definitely... Dis- I mean, it's so funny how they just kind of shoved it in there with all the other third-party stuff. Mm. Um, but I think the Direct was okay. I thought a big thing about um, this Direct for me was it's a lot of games I've played already. Um, right. And I acknowledge that's not... That's, a, like, might be a unique problem for me, but, like, I just... Like, I don't know, I just don't get because i see so many people especially nintendo fans like on twitter and stuff who are like if you can't find something to be excited about here you need to play more games and it's like well the fact that i'm not excited is because i've played more games <laughs> like it's it's kind of just a lot of ports um like a deadly premonition is like one of my favorite games but i'm not keen to play it again but a sequel will be good but that's next year yeah um and then the port of that shitty fire emblem game that was on wii u um <laughs> Like, that's super questionable. Where do you come down on um, Animal Crossing? Uh, Animal Crossing is one of those games where I'm like, Ugh, and then it comes out and I'll like kind of get hooked into it for 50 hours and then drop it. <coughs> right. So, um, 50 and I, hours. I feel still like the same will happen with Ewan. <laughs> with me? Maybe Brody. Oh, with, yeah, with Animal Crossing. Like you, yeah. It's funny because I talk shit about Pokemon, like having cooking and. Uh, makeup and stuff Isn't in it, it and I can't deal with that in cooking? Pokemon. Sorry, yeah, I think so, specifically some, something. Curry cooking. I think it was so just curries they talked about. Um, oh, okay, but uh, yeah, like I'll, I'll talk, I'll talk crap about it being in Pokemon. But then, uh, as soon as you add that stuff to Animal Crossing, I'm like, oh yeah, I can be about this. I just feel like Pokemon's just got untapped potential, um, and I'm surprised to see Game Freak as well working on this. What is it like, Little Town Hero? And it's basically Pokemon. It's like, don't you guys want to do anything else? Oh, I is it? 
I don't know. If I it's mean, Pokemon. Little Town Hero. It's like someone in a little town. It's an RPG. The animations and combat looks all the same. Yeah, but I think the um, I think the general vibe is you stay in your town. Like it's yeah. meant to be like a reverse RPG. Like you don't go out. Hmm. <laughs> Do you know? Big big twist. <laughs> In, so, instead oh, of leaving so the town, you stay in it. Yeah, but you're still the fighting monsters and still turn based. And getting like, rid of you know it. what I mean? It's like the millennial version of Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. For, <laughs> gamer, they for gamers who can't be leave. fucked doing anything. <laughs> yeah, so like, I don't know. It's only like 35 bucks or something, too, on the eShop. So I don't think it's going to be a big, oh, okay. big, big game, you know. All right. um, I hadn't appreciated that. Well, well, James, we, we spoke about. You know, one of your beloved Capcom franchises on the Switch. Shut up. What about <laughs> what about what your other beloved Capcom franchise is doing? What about the new Resident Evil? What do you think about this? Well, like, it's not first of all, it's obviously a side project, but obviously, he's already the, playing it down. Oh my god! I know. No, because it's like he doesn't want to be well, excited. I like I ha- well, the way that it was introduced was a bit rough. I was like walking into a trap. Thanks, Brody. <laughs> I was I was just trying to segue, pal. The, the, uh, wasn't good. <laughs> but, um, Leave it to you. I'm sorry. I thought you did. Yeah. A, I thought you did a great job, co-host Brody. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Anyway, so if anyone is like has been following, I guess like the Project Resistance stuff, um, we got to see the first look of it at it last night. Um, three minute, or not even that. I think two minute trailer uh, shows like four people in a lab, um, a director who's like unleashing monsters on them, and then it ends with like a big. Tyrant, Mr. X-Men. Um, so it's probably confirmed our worst fears that it's probably like a four-player co-op kind of game. I don't know um, if that, that was our worst fears. I, w- I know uh, I was You guys were pretty down on it last week. I was week. talking down about it being an asymmetric sort of thing, but I'm down for like a Left 4 Dead style, Left 4 Dead style game. <laughs> left 4 Dead. Um, yeah. But uh, I think it will be asymmetric. And you know what? Maybe I need to just toughen up and get around asymmetric stuff because you guys did did almost sell me on it but yeah like is this not this isn't what you want from a Resident Evil game I take it it's not no I, I think it's going to be fine but I just feel like I, I just don't want to like be too happy about it just in case it's shit and then I have to eat crow <laughs> but um but like it's I think like the idea if the idea is that like four people play a person and one person is like a director uh-huh. I think that's a that's a cool idea I was like, about to say do you think like, they could have Somewhat coordinate spawns and yeah, was, stuff. Do you think you can um, see people... Because another game did that. There was like a Battle Royale game called Project Darwin, or the Darwin Project. And uh, it was like a Battle Royale, but then one person played like an uh, omnipotent director who would like affect the weather and sort of drop things in and drop... Uh, and they sort of controlled it like a Truman Show type thing. Hmm. So it'd be mm-hmm. interesting to see if they would do that with this, where you don't necessarily control... Um, the enemies themselves, but you more like deploy them. You, didn't, yeah, you just got um, me thinking that when you said director. So um, that that would be cool, even if it's four D two. I think you are going to be controlling the enemies. I mean, based on the whole like robotic Mister X kind of thing. I don't. Yeah, I I just think like I hate reveals like this. Like they hyped it up to this day, and then they show us the trailer. It doesn't really tell you anything. And they're like, yeah, more info later. And it's like, oh, cool, thanks. I feel like the trailer hints um, a lot, but doesn't really say anything kind of concretely. So it's like, yeah. we, we could be making all of these, uh, yeah, making all these guesses as to the game and getting it way off base. But I feel like it's certainly hinting at something asymmetric and, and kind of controlling the monsters that go I don't, after the players. I don't think that Capcom will make a bad game again. For wow, a while. that's a big so, call. Like, 
<laughs> for a while. Oh, oh my god, shut up! Like, it's not like they've been on a pretty good run so far. They have, and been. then but then maybe that's also like that. Now's the best time for them to make a dud. But I just don't. I feel like they're super careful now with stuff, and them getting people to play this already is like a really good sign. I think. Mm. Um. Because the people they got to play this are people who are, like, part of the fan club. Mm. So, they're fans and stuff. Um, yeah. I think it's really hard to I talk about because we don't really, know enough. Yeah. I, but I said this last week as well. I think they've done a really good job with the Resident Evil brand in kind of giving it, um, I don't know, just kind of not necessarily giving it new lease of life. But well, they have. Of, I think they have. Like, Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah. Just kind of like really establishing well. its quality, like, in the last couple of yeah. games. Um, they've always and they don't want to well. tarnish that now. Like, there's yeah, really the, good. Um, there's an element of trust there now, right? And they don't want to misplace that. I think yeah, the quality's always been like a bit got a bit questionable towards the end. But they, like I said, they always sold really well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they've been more concerned with the quality now. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say. I was really looking forward to playing with my good friends at Press Start, but that got shot down when. I got bullied the moment that I started oh, talking I'm about still, it on the I don't cast. feel like I bullied you about it at all, James. <laughs> I'm still down to play it, man. Brody's staying quiet. I'm down to play it, <laughs> and despite despite the mixed reviews, I'm still down to play Borderlands with you guys too. I just want to see. I just want to see more. That's all I want to say. I guess I'll, yeah. re- I'll reserve judgment for gameplay. Oh please. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. I reckon it's time for a round of what the wiki, which is the Starcast game show where the host reads part of. I say the host. This is an old copy. Uh, the where. The Starcast Game Show, where the previous winner oh, of the all, round... We're all hosts reads, in a way. We are. Yeah, true. Reads part of the Wikipedia page for an unknown game, and new the contestants must guess the game. Um, so thanks to the official What the Wiki keeper of the score over on Twitter, at Jamie Penning. Uh, Brody was last week's winner... Sorry, was last week's host of What the Wiki after yeah. his win back in episode 188. Uh, that week was a three-way battle between... Sorry, this week... Last week was a <laughs> three-way battle between James, Stephen... I, it's hard because you're reading it in past tense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm reading it in past tense and like how to translate it on the fly. Um, this week was a no. Last week, fuck. You, you oh, do, God you damn do, it. You're doing great, sweetie. Last week was a three way battle between James, Stephen, and Ewan. Brody was all prepared for the games to go all the way, but James had other ideas and blitzed through the first two questions with ease to extend his lead. Will anyone catch him? God only knows. Uh, so James is out in the lead by three <laughs> points at eight points. Uh, Brody behind on five. Stephen on four myself and two Shannon on one uh, so James is going to take over the mantle here so Brody's <sighs> got a good opportunity to close that gap a little bit further uh, and me to kind of enter the competition a little bit more than I already have make a late run at it make a late run yeah James take it away okay this first one I don't think anyone will get but let's go no. is it provided um, by Jamie it isn't I didn't get one I think he's oh, like okay. blocked me. <laughs> no, no, I don't think he has. But like, I didn't, <laughs> I usually, get, I didn't get one from him. I usually busy man. I usually reach out to him. I, I, I message him. I get on the front foot, James. Maybe you should, you know, be a little better. Oh yeah. Sorry. Anyway, Julian, <laughs> no, let's move. We'll on. hit you up, James. Jamie. Now the public lynching is over. <laughs> okay, so the game. Are we ready? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The game is an exclusively side-scrolling game controlled almost entirely with the Nintendo DS stylus. Fuck. With the oh, my <laughs> God. With the D-pad and face buttons controlling the camera and the left and right shoulder buttons rotating objects. The player controls a character named Maxwell. This should be obvious, maybe. Who must collect objects called Star Rites to complete each level. 
Maxwell is guided by tapping the touchscreen, or if the player taps an object, Maxwell will pick it up or be given options for interacting with that object, such as riding a horse or bicycle or shooting an object if he holds a weapon. A fundamental element of the game is the ability of the player to summon a myriad of objects into the game. This is achieved pause, by writing the name... Pause. Brody, <laughs> do you think you've got any hope in guessing where this game is? Oh, come on, guys. Uh, Brody. <laughs> yes? Is it Scribblenauts? It is Scribblenauts. Oh, well done, Brody. God damn. Woo! Ewan, you're so stupid. Oh, you just I... <laughs> when, you, when you said uh, some, summoning... Scribblenauts too. When damn. you said summoning... I didn't, I, didn't know what he, I didn't know they had names, to be honest. When you no. said uh, summoning items, and I thought, well, what game can you do that in? Yeah, exactly. riding riding if you horses, didn't like, I was, try to be I a smartass and pause it, <laughs> then Brody wouldn't have thought about it and won. <laughs> so good one, Ewan. You played yourself. <laughs> Why are you trying to shade my choices? Ah, well done, Brody. I was totally so, lost there. Scribblenauts turns 10 this week. Oh, my God. I picked that. Wow. I remember being so excited for the potential of that game back in the day. It's like, are you kidding me? Did I you can get your summon anything in when you pre-ordered it. Oh no! I mean, I was not oh. at the age where I was pre-ordering stuff when that oh, game okay. came out. <laughs> well, I would have been close. How, how old would you have been, Ewan? Like, I would have been 11? like 12, 13. Jesus Christ! Wow, ten years ago, I was two years out of high school. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I was generational Shit. gap. Man, me too. I'm so old. Alright, anyway. I promise I'll watch Seinfeld <laughs> one day. <laughs> okay, we ready? Yeah. Yo. Okay. The game was initially conceived as a small side project to produce in the lull between projects by the same studio. I had to edit that <laughs> to make it not obvious. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of featuring recognisable characters, the game focuses on a set of new characters. The game's story director penned a detective story utilising film noir designs, settings and characters. The game's previous soundtracks were also abandoned to create a quieter, jazz-influenced sound. During development, the planned expansion grew in scope to that of a full-size game. Release marketing for the game included a tie-in comic, live-action trailers, as well as print and web advertisements. First paragraph, no free guesses. I'm just no. a bit... Yeah, I'm not, not convinced. I'm, no, go on. Continue. Going, this is the one... I spent the most time on this one, so hopefully we'll see how <laughs> Though not well received by fans on launch, the game has become popular with fans of the series itself, with praise being given to the game's retention of the signature gameplay and story while utilising a palette of characters never previously introduced in the series. The game was, at the time, the only game in the series not to feature the main protagonist of the franchise. <laughs> The game is a shooter video game, with most gameplay taking place from a first perspective and taking place in an open-world environment. The player controls human soldiers. Because of this, the characters cannot jump as high, move as fast, survive large falls, or wield double weapons at once. Instead of the damage-absorbing energy shield, the game uses a recharging stamina mechanic. Hmm. Oh, this is, Man. This is good. After the player sustains damage, the screen flashes red and the stamina score decreases. Oh, this paragraph's boring. <laughs> loss, <laughs> loss of all health causes the characters to die and restart the last save checkpoint. Oh, my God. Player's heads-up display includes a visor mode that outlines enemies in red, allies in green, and items of interest in either blue or yellow. Can you tell me when we're at a, uh, a we are. paragraph break? I'm, I'm going to yeah. take a free guess. I'm sure it's not. Oh, you're going to get it. I just feel is it. Is it Halo ODST? In my loins. It is Halo ODST. <laughs> Man. Ewan, God what are you da- doing? I thought it was a Halo game, but I was like, <laughs> the detective thing was throwing me off. Yeah, yeah. That was a bit... That's why I picked it. Yeah, that was a bit... Uh, is it a detective game? I guess maybe. Because I thought well, it was... What, I was going to guess what, like Halo Wars or something, but... 
<clears throat> the detective thing was like, what the fuck? Well, it is. You go around the world and find out what happened to your squad people. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, but that's but not, you're not wearing... <laughs> I'm thinking like a trench coat and a fucking hat. And I mean, in Doom, you go to hell and find out what's happening there. Are you a detective? Detective Doom guy? Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, I'm just repeating what the story director said, okay? Ah, uh, what like, does he know? Okay, well, anyway, that also turned 10. <laughs> so... There really? you go. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Ten years old. Bungie, well, uh, sorry. Uh, de- I feel Destiny. hard done by. Is this how you guys usually feel? This Des- sucks. Destiny turned five yeah. today, apparently. That's exciting. What's Destiny? Yeah. Oh, it's just do you know fun- something funny? A little indie game. <laughs> <laughs> My next one was Destiny. Oh, was <laughs> it because really? it turns five? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I would have definitely got five. that one. Isn't yeah, also that's why I didn't pick uh, it, the Dreamcast 30th birthday today? Something like that, yeah. I, feel like I mean, I, might, I don't care, might but that's be. nice. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody? With that, let's bring an end to what was episode 190 of the Startcast. <laughs> Subscribe to us on Podcast One or the podcast service of your choice. Follow us at Press.AU. Join the conversation with the hashtag the Startcast and visit the site at Press.com.au. We've been joined today by James. Yeah, yeah. I'm on Twitter, at James, A-T-J-A-M-Z. Hit me up. And be nice to play be pro- n- If you want to play Project Resistance <laughs> with me, because no one else will. <laughs> uh, and taking home the points today and edging ever so closer to James, now on six points, James on eight points, we were joined today by Brody. Thank you. Uh, you can find me on most things at Brody underscore DG. Write to me and see if you can guess what I bought on Gumtree. We're all, we're all trying to guess. Oh I've been Boy. your host, Ewan Roxburgh. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Ewan underscore Roxburgh. Um, PAX is fast approaching. Uh, we've got a couple of panels on the Saturday night, if people are keen. Um, we're going to be discussing uh, Australian sporting games uh, and the challenges they face and kind of doing a bit of like a, a fun game show at about 9.30 on the Saturday night. Uh, so come hang out. We'll go out for drinks afterwards. It'll be a lot of fun. But until next time... Oh, but uh, also... Sorry, sorry, sorry. I just, sure, I'm, go, go I, for it. Go for I was going to say, Shannon and I are also in a uh, Mario Tennis open invitational on the Friday Oh, yeah. Night. This snuck up on me. I didn't know this was going on. And then I saw someone, like, tweeting at Shannon, just uh, basically throwing, like, a bunch of shade, getting the trash talking yeah, going. I, I I really, so you're, I, you're competing in that too, are you, Brody? Yeah, yeah. Me and Shannon are a team. So I've really got to start practicing. Are you? I was going to say, are you up on the tennis games? Because Shannon is obsessed with he, tennis games. He, he, I suspect he's actually going to do quite well on he this has, He has sent me a very clear and concise warning that I have to bring my game. Otherwise, <laughs> oh my uh, otherwise I'm in a word. Fact. When is, when, uh, when is that? Uh, it's the Friday night. The Friday night. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what sort of time? Ah, uh, shoot. Let me uh, just quickly check. Just pad for time. Right, well, pad for time. Well, we'll get, I mean, we've got plenty of time to pad. We're going to spruik it later on. It's 9.30 Friday in the GameSpot Nice. Theater. Nice. Okay, cool. That's going to yeah. be a lot of fun. I'm so down for that. And the guy, <laughs> the guy organizing it, uh, Matt Tilby, he's, uh, prom- uh-huh. he's promising the potential of championship belts. So oh, really? We'll see, because this is the so- second one. There was one last year. So this is the, uh, the second coming, as you will. Matt is one of these guys I talk to on Twitter so, so much, but never had the pleasure of meeting in person, I don't believe, and I'm very much looking forward to catching up with it back. Yeah. So I just reckon we are very similar people of the same sort of generation as well. well so we'll have I've never seen you the in the same years. place at the same time, so maybe you are the same person. <laughs> maybe we are the same person. Who knows? Until next time, happy gaming. Bye. Bye.